0: Making six figures, but she still got a roommate. Just to have a downtown apartment and some outfits. And you asking why I never leave the South? Shit. <laughs> Take some time to dream. Peace of mind's a delightful thing. This is the life of
1: kings. And we got it. Yes, sir. Uh. Hey. Yo, people be confused how I move with the utmost respect. And yet
2: I get my due and true. Mm-hmm. I got nothing to prove. Could be my new objective.
3: But let's. Welcome to the League of Kings podcast. Meet your hosts, Willie, J. Dot, Big Brother, and Joe.
0: Join these four distinct voices in insightful discussions about society and culture. Get ready for captivating content, camaraderie, and guaranteed laughter. Sit back, enjoy the show, and remember to like, share, and subscribe for an exciting journey ahead. kings and queens welcome back to the league of kings podcast i am your host willie the habitual line stepper and we are back for the third episode and of course i am joined by the league so i'm gonna go ahead and bring in the first one uh resident big brother how are we doing, King? Uh what what kind of vegetables did we eat today?
3: Hey, I'm doing well. Glad to be back, eating well. You know, just going through my, my usual list of vegetables. But yeah, happy to be back with everybody.
0: I'm 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 glad that you was able to find a Zoom uh link to join us today <clears throat> since uh I don't know, I, I didn't send it. Back last month, but it, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, it, it happens. I mean, we, we we king. We're kings.
3: We're not perfect. So it, it, it's cool. Yeah. And, you know, forgiveness is good. So, you know, I forgive you for that. But yeah, we overlooked that. We move on um, because we are brothers and kings. You know, we help each other. So I just reminded you. Thank you. Glad to be back.
2: <laughs> Ain't we that right? You for the, we forgive you for the ageism. You tried to put that on the overhill gang. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, though. It's okay
0: j dot king how you doing my brother you are looking exfoliated today you are looking happy today we might get in look we might actually get into why you are so uh smiley today but how are you doing today king
2: i am doing very well you know uh we don't have to keep talking about me smiling. That's not that's not necessary. But uh, you yeah, know, I I'll be honest with you guys. I had not listened to the intro and haven't uh, heard it just now. I feel important. Like I feel special. I feel like uh, I might be somebody. I feel like the beginning of a movie or something like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm in an excellent mood. Thank you for asking, sir.
0: Okay. Hey, but you are somebody though. That's the thing. Don't don't you you are somebody. You remember that poem? I am somebody.
2: Somebody. I just needed to be reminded. That's
0: yeah. All it was. Hey, ain't ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't. Next, we got Joe, my favorite Mexican. Not because he's the only one that I know, but he's the only one that I understand. How you doing, King? Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I already good. into three minutes. I've already habitually <laughs> line stepping. <it>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey great brother, bro. he's like he's dying. Don't be choking on the <laughs> good. brother. What are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh happy to happy to be back. Just came back from out of town, ready to roll. So yeah. All right. Everything's good.
0: All right, all right, all right. Method What's up? What's up, big brother?
3: I feel like I'm gonna have to be <laughs> The human resource person. <laughs> <on this show. laughs> hey everyone, Thanks. Big Brother, aka human resource person.
2: Step into my office real quick, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Mute
0: your, your, yeah, your mic, sir. Yeah, mute your mic. Just <laughs> d- give me the give me the uh, the hand the hand
3: signal. Like, come here, come here. Everybody, yeah. where's Willie? Uh, oh, he's in human resource, so we <gasps> want to have J.Dot Dot lead this conversation from here <laughs> for this next segment.
0: <laughs> hey, well. <laughs> I was on my best behavior last night with Fee when we recorded. So y'all might get a lot of habitual line stuff in today. Great. So how, uh, uh, mental health check fellas, how, how, how we feeling, how we doing? Go ahead, Joe. You say just got back from a nice little trip.
1: Yeah. It took the, uh, our daughter's uh, fourth birthday. We went up to the North country where it's pines and forest and all kinds of stuff and uh, feel relaxed uh de-stressed out there uh while we were out there this weekend and i feel good mental health is uh pretty good to hopefully start out on monday so uh yeah
2: okay
0: okay like it i like it j dot how's your um mental health brother
2: uh, pretty good right now life is moving in some exciting new directions and things that i didn't expect uh but that seems to be a, a pattern right now. I just go with what the universe presents me and good things tend to happen. So yeah. I'm rolling.
3: Excuse me. Uh Resident Brother. Uh, I'm good. You know, has some time to do some introspective work, have some, you know, conversations with myself. You know, build myself up. I'm encouraged. I'm ready. Feeling good. What about you, Will? <clears throat> I am
0: in a good place right now. I was just telling Fee last night when we recorded, I'm in a really good place. I really, I really am. Uh, I put an application in. Well, I did an application for a therapist like two months ago, and I still haven't heard anything back. <laughs> I haven't heard anything back. Don't give me the thumbs up because <laughs> it's, that's a hell of but a. You way. took the initial step. I, yes, you took sir. The initial step. Yeah, up. I did. So, but I am in. I'm in. a a good place mentally. I really am. Um, Got up this morning, went for a walk. We having like fall-like weather right now. So I got up, went for a walk, went for a little drive, you know, uh, went to the car wash. um, Did a little bit of shopping. Let me ask y'all something real quick. Because I'm, I try to make sure feed doesn't spend too much. You know, or buy stuff that she doesn't need or we don't need. I feel like sometimes it's really me. Like, I get the stuff that we need, but at the same time, it's like, ooh, this could this could be good, or I I buy in advance. You know what I mean? So we may have like a quarter of dishwashing liquid left. I'll go ahead and buy it. Just so that we have it, so when we run out. But it's like, did I really have to buy it right now? I could have waited. You know what I mean? Uh, I go to the health store to get me some more sea moss. Well, the same store has my kombucha teas, so I end up buying six kombucha teas because guess what? They on sale, so I can't pass this up. I got to get it. I got to get. I had to. You know. Uh, I ended up buying, we found a new, uh, not new, but we found a good spring water called Eternal. Well, oh, y'all got one and a half liters? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. So, I went in there initially to get one thing and came out with five different things and I was telling the cashier and she's like, let me guess, was it the sea moss that you was coming to get? I was like, yeah, how do you know? Because I'm the only black person in there, so I'm getting a little, sus- little suspect. You know, what I'm saying like, "What you, you watching me?" She's like, "No, nah, because this is the only thing that you have one of in your whole basket." And I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah." So, but do you ever feel y'all feel like it? Did y'all overbuy things that you don't really need in that moment?
2: For me, all the time, because Target <laughs> is my, uh, that's my guilty pleasure. And I find, I hate coming home and feeling like I didn't get something that mm-hmm. I plan to get. Mm-hmm. So even if I go in there for one thing, I'm just, I got to walk around the entire store and just look at everything to make sure a thought doesn't cross my mind. Like, oh yeah, I do need one of those. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I typically walk, I can't leave Target without spending $100. I'll try, it's never happened.
0: J-Dot, see this, this is why me, you are here because target is my spot and i went to target as well <laughs> i was only going to target to get hand sanitizer hand soap and q tips i got that i got no i got hand sanitizer um soap i end up buying three things of glade plug ins i spent 20 minutes in the plug-in sections, trying to find the right scent that I wanted the house to smell like.
2: Exactly, it's very important.
0: Very important. So I got like two different ones. Uh, I got I got some of my um, uh skin product, the stuff that I use, Scotch Porter body wash. I got that. Get all the way home. Didn't even buy the Q-tips, <laughs> and still spent over a hundred dollars. Damn, it's a trap 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 the, well, the
2: algorithm, algorithm. <laughs> okay
0: what about you big brother how many how I'm many extra who- <laughs> how, how many extra bags of gummy bears you buy with your shaking hands
3: who, who has 20 <laughs> minutes to spend looking for clean
0: <laughs> okay may, may, i don't know what was that what was that too metrosexual for that, for, for no, this no, room. I'm, no,
3: I'm just saying, like, for me, I'm just always moving, moving, moving. No, no come on. You know, I'm not even like I know, I know. That. I'm I just know. like, yeah, I, I was just like 20 minutes. I was like, wow. But no, I, I do get what you mean. And I said this to somebody before Target is a trap. How you can't possibly <laughs> go in this place to just get paper towels and not come out with four other things. Like, how does this happen? And for me, it's always something else. Like, I can go in there for paper towels, but then I realize, oh, yeah, I do need that, that, that. The next thing I know, it is, like, five other things I bought. So, you have to be very disciplined mm-hmm. to go into a store and just get that one thing. But, but Target, I don't know why I like
0: Target. It's not like I go, it's not like I do my grocery shopping there. I just go there to get certain things, but it's like, it's like I know I'm familiar when I go in there. I don't know nobody who works there, but I talk to them like I've been coming there forever. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, like I'm a regular. But it's not the place I want to go to get like towel paper and shit because it's too expensive. I can get it cheaper somewhere else, but it's just like, it's like everything is conveniently set in your way for you to get out.
1: (laughs) <laughs> hmm. It's Whoever like you the layout.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like it's like what Brick Brother said. It, it, it's a trap. So, a trap. Joe, what about you? How many sneakers have you bought by accident?
1: A lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't. uh stop doing that. But when I used to go uh, grocery shopping, yeah, <laughs> like he's smoking. He's like I stopped doing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was it was a sad day, but uh, I don't. Uh, when it comes to regular stuff, you know, I don't, uh, I used to be pretty bad going in there for something. Now what I do, I don't know if I said this before, but now what I do is I order online, everything, order everything online, basically Walmart or Target, wherever I'm going to go, I have the app and I just go order, order, order this, whatever we need. And I just place it. And then uh, I pick a time to go pick it up and that limits, uh, my, uh, you know, because if I go into the store, I'm gonna end up buying all kinds of shit. So now I just buy what I need to buy, and now I just select it, order it. I don't have to go into the store anymore. I just drive up to the little spot, and I tell them I'm there. They give me my stuff, and I go home. And it's just easier. I don't have to deal with people. Mm. I don't have to wait for people to get in line or fight for the product or um, none of that stuff. You know what I mean? So now it's just I just do that. Just I just find find it to be easier. I if I'm modding about. And, uh, you know, I, I know I'm going to be out and about, I'm like, oh, you know, around five o'clock I should be coming back home. So I, I press five o'clock. So on my, on my way home, I just stop, pick up and go home.
0: You a smart man. Sometimes. <laughs> just, just take the compliment, Joe. <laughs> t- t- take the compliment before I step the line. Well, <laughs> thanks, Will. Yeah. <Thanks>, <laughs> But before we go any further, I want to say thank you to all the listeners out there that took the time to listen to the the premier episode of League of Kings podcast Wednesday. We truly appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. It was fun for us to do, and we hope that it was fun for y'all to listen to, and hopefully y'all was able to take something away from it anybody want to add anything to that
1: I just have yeah, like to uh, say thing no good go go no, no good not uh, just want to say thank you to all the all the listeners and uh, you know all the supporters of the show it's it's always a uh, tough thing right always trying to wait trying to figure out who's going to listen to your show or you know if it if anybody's gonna be listening to it so um I believe it was pretty good so thank you very much for taking the time. Go ahead, big brother. My bad.
3: No, that's good. Uh, same thing. Just want to thank all the listeners, uh, everyone who started following us and streaming and downloading and found us on all the social media. Just thank you. We appreciate it. We have fun doing it. You know, we have fun hanging out together. So we hope that you, like Will said, had some fun listening to it, but we also hope that you took something away from it also.
2: Always appreciate the day ones. And uh, you yeah, it's only going to get better from here. So. Mm-hmm yeah we we got way many
0: lines way more lines to step over so. <clears throat> a lot a lot uh <laughs> something I was thinking about on my walk before we move forward two things happened on my walk one there was a small group of white people walking in front of me <laughs> it's not it's oh, it's not going to go there but so, but they kept looking behind them and I'm walking, I'm listening to a podcast. I'm getting caught up, but they keep looking behind, looking at me. So finally, I uh, continue my, 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 uh, my pace. So I get up beside them. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't have, you know, a certain pace I'm trying to keep. I'm just, I'm just walking, enjoying the weather. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. So basically, in my black mind, why the hell y'all keep looking behind me like I'm about to rob y'all, when really they was just trying to make sure they wasn't walking too slow and not holding me up. So that's why I went around them, talked to them. We had like a good five-minute conversation about weather, then I kept going. So see, Joe, it's not always about racial stuff, not all the time. At least not this one. But, I mean, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) But something that you said, Joe, that I was actually thinking about on my walk is, I don't know if y'all feel about this, how y'all feel about this or not, but when I create my episodes, nothing that I do is good. Everything I do is great. It's epic. So sometimes I kind of feel some type of way whenever somebody gives me a comment. Good episode. Nah, that was a great episode. Fuck you mean. But, (laughs) but, and this ain't no, this ain't no shot at nobody. This is how I'm thinking in my mind. Like, nah, this was. A great episode. This wasn't it wasn't just good. It wasn't one of these average episodes. This was a great episode. Do y'all ever feel like that as a creator? Go ahead, Flan. You
2: know what? I I don't like most of my content. (laughs) Most of the time the the shows that I get compliments on are the shows that I didn't want to put out and didn't feel good about. And so I've I've lost the ability to be able to tell what people are going to resonate with, and uh, so any feedback is good feedback mm-hmm. to me. There's certain people that may have something to say. If if I feel <coughs> a way about what you say is because I feel a way about you specifically, and yeah, you know, right. that does happen uh, quite often. But yeah, now I'm I'm trying to get there where I need to be more like you and just like yeah, I'm, I'm dope. I'm dope as fuck. I know I am, mm-hmm. and so yeah, thank you for recognizing it. But you're not telling me something I don't already know. I'm working on it.
0: I got you. Okay. Joe, what about you?
1: I think there's different levels of uh, the way you can use it, but I feel like good and great. Like it could to different people. It could be, it could mean different things. Like for instance, for me, when I say it's a good episode, that means it was fantastic. Right. To me, it's like, it's a good episode. But when I say it's a great episode, that means you made me laugh. In like uh, in a different way, right? Because I like I said, everybody everybody likes you know, different podcasts. Everybody likes different, you know, different things. And uh, when I'm just laughing or just you know driving to work and I'm just bawling, you know, what I mean, just laughing and it's just like, oh man, this is great. You know, that's because that's how it made me feel at that moment. But good or great or you know, that's all in the same realm. It just depends on how you feel. That's okay. what I think.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I don't take it as they downplaying what, you know, the work I do. I just feel like, hey, th- this is, I feel like it was just better than good. You know, that that's just, uh, we had a conversation about, you know, not being cocky, but being set for sure about, you know, about myself. Like, no, I'm, this is great. You know, you ever get something back from a teacher? Like, dude, this is like my best report that I've ever did and then she gives you a C you like now nah, this has got to be at least a B this is B this is B work this ain't no 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 C work that's how I feel sometimes you know what I mean I got go ahead um, brother
3: oh no any um, you know good oh we enjoy you know it's fine with me because I just look at whatever I put out there's a uh, genuine authentic conversation i wanted to have with the audience that i've already had with myself so whatever you take from it that's what you took for it and you know i just look at that as just extra icing on the cake that's why if anyone always oh i liked i enjoy i always come back with a comment if i choose to respond by it. well i just hope you were encouraged by it so yeah okay so, so do, do you feel like what i said was aggressive no, I don't feel like those aggressors, you should If you feel as though you put out your Your highest work You should think about it like that It's mm-hmm. not like you're offended by them saying it was good It's just like you just Reassuring yourself and just mm-hmm. kind of Putting yourself back up, yeah, this was great work What do you mean good? It was great mm-hmm. So I looked at it as you were having a conversation with yourself So you're not taking in their good You're just reiterating that it was great to yourself I didn't look at it like that,
2: nah Okay, okay I would just want to make oh, sure about- what- the more I think about it, because I, I have a situation right now where somebody keeps telling me I'm cute, and that's that's not cool. I'm not cute. I'm, I'm a I'm a sexy beast. That's mm. I need to recognize. To yes. It. Yes. Mm. that's right. Yeah, not cute. Say, I, I get it. You know, you can't say it's a good episode. It's a great episode. I'm not cute. I'm fine. I get it right. Mm. I, I'm with you. I understand that. I understand.
0: He says, "Sexy beast." Well, sexy I think beast. I think that's a great segue uh, for this next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> topic that we got um J dot I don't know randomly let me ask you this how do you approach a new relationship I don't know I'm just throwing it out there
2: uh, no I, I, yeah it's it's a, it's a it's a random question I have no idea why you could be asking me that right now but um I don't I don't I, I've been told I'm a serial monogamist and I like every relationship to me is is this is the one? Because I don't enter relationships uh, often, or you know, with you know, reckless abandon. Like I, I really, most of the time, don't want to entertain a relationship. I'm not interested at all. So if uh, if something comes across my radar that is uh, attractive enough for me to pay attention to it, then uh, it's probably something I, I really want to do. So most of the time, I, I enter relationships like we're gonna we're gonna take this all the way. I got a plan for this, and uh, good or bad. You know, whether that's good or bad. At this point, I'm not, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm just, you know, if you're going to do something, you know, do it with your whole self. If not, what's the point of doing?
0: You know what's crazy? Did I just peep just now? Oh, I don't know if anybody peeped this. Have y'all seen J. Dot's beard? <laughs> y'all see I've how seen his, what? his beard? It doesn't. It's it's Drew. It's. Is flourishing.
2: You remember, Let me CJ?
3: You remember? Hey. Don't, don't, I, I know what you're going to say. Will. I already know what you're going to say. I already Shouts. know. That's why I jumped in.
2: Shout to respected root. That's out to respected root. Uh, wonderful uh, beard care products. I no,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That thing, it, it's all the way. Like
2: every uh, any possible situation. I might have in a hypothetical sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Completely will. But any possible situation that could be occurring, uh, is not a local thing. So you know.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Respect the roots. Shut up. Uh
0: Big Brother.
3: Uh, approaching new relationships. Um I think it's for each individual You know, you gotta kinda observe the land, check yourself and see what you want and approach with caution and see if it's possible and just see the person for who they are realistically and not who you want to try to make them into so yeah that's the way as long as you can kind of go in with your eyes wide open you know just approach it cautiously
0: okay okay Uh, Joe I mean me you we on lockdown so I don't know how much um content we're gonna have for this particular one but how do you approach a new relationship
1: I, I would say for advice <laughs> for the people that are looking <laughs> um I, I'm, I'm a big brother I mean I'm I'm cautious about uh you know what what you're looking for and make sure that what you're looking for is is right you know what I mean sometimes people just go in there just blind and they expect too much from other people. And I think if you just kinda you know, you're like, okay, this is what I'm looking for, and just, just stay a little cautious and just see how it see how it works, see how both of the parties work out together. Um, you know, and that's that's how I would approach it. Okay. Cautious.
0: Cautious, yeah. That's a that's good advice. It really is. That's great advice. Um I'm not sure. To be honest, I've been cuffed for so long. I don't know. And I hear so many stories out there. So I don't really, I don't have the best advice for you on how to take your time. How about that? Take your time. Get to know each other. That's my advice. Cause I think if you do that and that is successful in the way that you want it to be, everything else is gonna fall gonna fall in.
2: I I get that. So I, I just want to segue off that real quick. You know, just in the hypothetical situation that I was ever uh pursuing a relationship. Hypothetically a has a line, hypothetical, mm-hmm. right? A comment has a line, it don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. Mm. Like that's that's my mentality like it doesn't take so what is what is the appropriate amount of time like i hear people say that all the time like it's too soon for this or it's too soon for that like how long does it take you to realize you in the presence of something special and at what point did you stop denying that and just embrace it
3: i mean excuse me for jumping in here i don't think it, there is a timeline You know, I I just say, as long as you see the person for who they are, as long as you are going in with your eyes wide open and you're looking at the reality of the person, you can meet someone on Monday and be in a committed relationship on Thursday. But as long as you're seeing the person and once you can even put it together as a relationship, but you still know it's a work in progress and you're still looking at the actual person and then you can see how far... You want to take it in that relationship. But I truly believe that it don't take that long to put something together with the expectation for it to evolve. So I look at it that way. So people are like, oh, y'all just met and y'all just did this. Don't worry about what we're doing over here. Mm-hmm. We got this. And it's, this is a two-person situation. Mm-hmm. You know, So long as you and the same person are on the you know, one accord with it, don't look at the clock. Don't look at the days. Go with the feeling and go with the reality of the situation. That's the way I look at it. To pick it
0: back on I
2: heard, four I heard four days is what I heard. That's what I heard. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or four days. I was like, all right, I got you.
0: I mean, there is a song uh, by Alexander, Alexander O'Neill. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday,
3: love. Well, it don't sound like they were in a relationship with that. It just sounds like they met up on the weekend. Well, I mean they was doing something for the
0: last six days, big brother. So I mean, they, yeah, they were doing more than just something, but I was going to, I agree with 98% of what you said, because it is about you too. It doesn't matter. And I think I felt like once you are really feeling someone time does not exist. Because you're in your own space.
3: Let me jump in right there. There's a movie. I'm not sure if everyone has seen it called Love Jones.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
3: These people met mm-hmm. and was not playing. They got it together. <laughs> it was all over the place. But they just knew somehow they were supposed to be together. So, I like, something like that.
0: Do you Have you seen the movie, um, The Photograph? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. That, that was the same thing yeah. And mm-hmm. that was a good movie. But what I was going to what I was going to say was um it only matters if you haven't worked on yourself.
2: Okay. I like that.
0: Because if you haven't worked on yourself, it doesn't matter if it's 20 minutes, 12 months, 3 years if you are not if you have not put the work in for yourself it won't matter because you, all you're going to do is you're going to bring your baggage into that relationship. So it may start out tasting like honey, tasting like rabbits, raspberries in the beginning. Yeah. But a few months down the line, it's going to, and honey going to start tasting still. Then raspberries raspberries to start, going to start, going to start to mode. So, one thing that well, one thing that we always, you know, preach on the Thing About Us podcast. Uh is is make sure you work on yourself. Make sure you always work on yourself. Uh Joe, what 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 do you yeah. think?
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. So you could be you could be ready. Mm-hmm. You could be like, yeah, this is it. But is the other person in the same page?
0: See now you sound like see now you sound like you talking from experience. Go ahead, brother. Let's talk
1: about it.
3: <laughs> I just felt it hurt. Like, you um... know what I mean? I mean,
1: think about it. Mm-hmm. You might be like, yeah, this is it. This is the one, and everything looks good. But is the other person thinking the same thing, or is the other person going, hmm? I might be. I might have to take this a little bit slow, or hmm, I don't like this about him. Or her or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i i don't know i think you you both have to come have to be ready kind of almost sor, sort of equal at like at the same time kind of it kind of has to work naturally because if you know you're all ready to roll but the other person's not ready to roll you're not going nowhere
3: i don't know why but i feel j i, 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 I feel j dot over there like no i love you that's enough right
2: <laughs> I, I feel Once I love you. <laughs> enough what we need. I'm not forcing my love on nobody. Right. That sounded. I sounded real bad. Yeah. And to me too. Uh, yes. Yeah, let's scrap this whole conversation. What else you got, Willie?
0: <laughs> I was gonna say the the way Joe was describing this story, all I can see, I was I can picture him with a six pack of beer and a cat at the end of the day, trying to trying to figure the shit out. <laughs> Just on the couch <laughs> drinking a six pack every day with the cat, and then yeah, I mean and I then, thought
1: about it. You know? I it, thought about it. Like, and, oh man, I wonder if the other person feels right. the
0: same. And then you ever seen those movies where the people like pour a little beer, pour a little beer in the in the pet's bowl so they can drink with them? That's what I was. That's what I was picturing. Like he just kind of like, uh, here you go, Whiskers.
2: Still <laughs> <Girl laughs> got his Walmart vest on. For- yeah. <laughs>
0: all right uh so i don't know if any of you have ever experienced experienced this but how y'all feel about uh couples going dutch you know what go ahead joe because it seems like you have some experience in this
1: (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) big brother is rolling he's like what's going on over here um is is that the part where they, you you both have to spend, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, split the,
0: split, split the bill. The bill.
1: You, yeah, so, I think when you're dating, I think when you're dating, I, I, but see, this again, this is this could be also a cultural thing, right? Passed down to from like, my parents and stuff like that. It could be a, for us, is we 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 pay for everything. You know, the, 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 the man, man, the man, the, male, the person that's asking the person out pays for it, right? Because you're asking them out, right? That's that's how I grew up. However, once you get married, uh, I believe that it all kind of combines. It's uh, your money my money, that kind of thing, right? You're in a family household and I, I I it's no problem with, I would do it all the time. You know, uh, for instance, this, this last trip uh, I paid for the hotel and all the entertainment stuff and uh, like the roller coaster and all that kind of stuff my wife's like hey i'll take care of the food mm-hmm. you know and it's just a, a uh it's a team mm-hmm. right once you you get you become a team and you ha- it's it's about helping each other out but i, I feel like at the beginning yeah i mean at, at the beginning if you're asking somebody out i feel that it's kind of like okay let's put it this way it's kind of like if i invite if i invite you out willie and i go hey will uh, let's go out and have some steaks, man. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, I'm inviting you. Like, if I invite you, that means I'm paying for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm inviting you. Let's go get something to eat. You know what I mean? It's different. It's different than saying, "Hey, we should, we should go get something." Yeah, mm-hmm. we should. But mm-hmm. if I go, "Hey, I want to invite you to dinner," that means that I'm paying for the bill. And that's what I. That's what I feel it. It should be right. Yeah, I know. Like you said, like once
0: you get married. I wouldn't even say once you get married, because I think once you' in a really committed relationship, okay. I think it's it kind of starts kicking in there. It it can, it could, uh, not always because in some situations in marriages, some people the man still fronts to be or whether he invites or not invite, but. I think in definitely in marriages it is like that. It's it's pretty much, I get the bill, and she 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 well I I get the tip. You no know, kind kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? So I I def I'm definitely with you, on that. Let me ask you this, Joe. Do you ever get surprised sometimes if your wife be like, Nah, babe, I got it. But then the, but then first. On, but then like, <clears throat> because we know as married men, if she's going to take the bill and the tip, like, like, why well, get the tip? Like, nah, I got it. Don't worry about it, baby. But she's giving you that look. So, you know, the whole time on the way home, we like, dude, what I got to do for this? Cause she's going to want me to do something strange. And, you know, I, all I, I got know. was, a all I got was a lobster pizza. And she's acting like, now I got to be, uh, uh what's your boy uh the, the one the the 1.0 star I can't think of his name but anyways Ron you know, what I'm saying who it's
2: not, uh, it's not no Ron I'm German, not or? I'm not I'm not but I'm
0: just using <laughs> that for example so like now so so now I gotta do something strange over a lobster pizza and some cheddar biscuits that wasn't even cooked out of way you know what I'm saying but <laughs> but the the other way around she's like what you you buy me dinner well, so what was well, so, it so you think you're gonna get some have you have you not felt that before joe
1: yeah yeah i mean at first it was like hey let me pay for this like hmm you know but but i was always used to paying which mm-hmm. is, to me it was weird for her to offer to pay for stuff uh but then when i got used to it, i'm like oh okay it's just you know we're good you know what i mean but mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you do get the feeling that, okay, what's going on here? I mean, not necessarily that they want me to do something weird. You know what I mean? But it's, I mean, you never know. (laughs) say, I don't know what
2: we're talking about now.
3: (laughs) Don't worry, Jada. These sound like personal experiences. So I'm just letting them get it all out like therapy. (laughs) Joe. Like, go ahead, free associate. Joe, this is a safe place. It's,
0: it's, it's fine. L- look at me, Joe. It's a safe place. It's it's cool.
2: Lie right, to the people, Willie. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> lie to the folks. All
1: right. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, I, I don't know. I never thought about it about being weird, you know, but in the other way around, yeah, I do like, well, you want some, you know, like if you pay for it or you pay for something, you know, I feel like some people are like, oh, you want you want some, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you're not going to get any because you paid. So, yeah, I mean, that I get. That I understand, but the other part is like no, like you know
0: I mean, hey, random, is random, and then we're gonna get back on track. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Joe. This is another married man question. You ever like say it's like so like you about to go you know you getting ready to go out with your boys you put your good you know body spray on or whatever and she looks at you your wife be like where you going to spend like that whore you ever
3: <laughs> she never. <laughs>
2: what is going on in
3: the house <laughs> Jada? me and
1: you just in the lounge <laughs> <laughs> i i uh i haven't gotten that but i've i've seen it okay uh from from a friend from other people actually where uh we were like hey let's go we're i'm picking you up and then that's it would be a lot more than than the hoe, but <laughs> thinking, shit, where are you going? You know what I mean? Like, whoa, like yeah. what's going on here? You know what I mean? But I have I have experienced that uh, with my eyes from other individuals that we've gone out to say watch a baseball game or something. Mm-hmm. So, but that's real. It is real. I'm seeing fee in a whole new light
2: right now. Like this, this, this is getting crazy.
0: What you Dang.
2: say that? I'm, I'm seeing fee in a whole new light now. So I, I don't know what's happening. I-
0: I didn't say it was her, but it it happens. It
1: happens. My bad. My bad. It happens. <laughs>
2: That's
0: true. <laughs> so, so, let's get let's get back. J dot going Dutch. How you feel about it?
2: First, I want to touch on something that Joe said cuz nothing nothing feels more disrespectful to me than if I go out to dinner with one of my homies and they ask if we want to split the bill. Like, of course we want to split the bill. This is not a date. I don't understand what you saw two dudes sitting at this table and you you thought one of us was paying for the other. Like that's, I need, I need wait staff to stop. That. I, I guess it's a different era. So you got to, but that bothers me, but, um, no, I'm, I'm with Joe. Like I a hundred percent expect to pay. I'm okay with paying with one caveat. I do appreciate a courtesy reach. If 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 a woman is out with me and the bill comes, I want just just make a move like you about that's all I need. Like reach for your purse. I'm gonna tell you, I got it. Don't worry about it, you know, every time. But just don't sit there like, oh you know, it's your you know, it's your time, like spotlight on you. Like I just I just appreciate a nice courtesy reach. But when I was married, my wife would come out the house with no ID, mm, no wallet, nothing. mm, Like so you just knew. That you wasn't gonna have to pay for nothing tonight. Like you just understood that when you left the house. Like that. Just just you know, put on the show real quick. Just pretend like you're gonna do it.
0: The one thing that I that bothers me is where you wanna go. I don't know. Are you hungry? Yeah. What you got to move? what you in the mood for? I don't know. Food. Okay. What kind of food? I don't know something warm, okay? What kind of food that you want warm to eat? I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it, but you hungry though? Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm starving. I can eat anything. Okay, so what do you want? I don't know. Am I the only y'all? Am I the only one? Look, I'm putting my life in danger over here, and Joe, you ain't saying shit. No, so
1: I'm I'm like,
0: my I'm, wife, I'm Fiona, is like 20 feet down the hall. And I'm putting my life on the line. And you sitting there chuckling up, thinking about whiskers and your six-pack of beer. Come on, man. Man up. Don't be no Mitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the worst is after you have to sit through all them I don't knows. And then you're like, all right, well, we going to whatever. No, I don't really want that. I just... Much more. That's
1: gotta be the most annoying thing to me. It's like, man, you know what I mean? And you get there, and they're like, oh, I'm not really feeling this. What? You picked it. You know what I mean? So it's I feel like it's a guessing game. You Mm -hmm. just gotta guess just right. And sometimes you win Mm -hmm. and sometimes you lose. Mm -hmm. That's how I take it. I mean, sometimes I you know she's gonna be like this is great food and sometimes she's gonna be like oh it wasn't that good. So I mean Yeah It is what it is.
0: It is it is it's what we chose. How about that? That's yeah. what it, we, yeah. we we chose that life. Yep. Big brother. Uh how how you feeling about going Dutch? You don't have nothing, do you? You just
3: <laughs> I'm just laughing. Um no when you initially start dating the Met. Man- I'm just going to say it bluntly. The man pays. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a relationship, if she offers to pay. Mm-hmm. But it should be known that you're paying. So that's how I feel about it.
0: What if she invites you out? Does, does the man still pay? You should, you should expect to pay. Even if she invites you out? Yeah. Like You should have your money ready. But she invited me. I didn't want to go. She yeah. didn't want to
1: go. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe she's looking for that courtesy from us.
0: Or maybe she's courtesy. just hungry and trying to get a free <laughs> meal, Joe. I don't know.
3: Uh-oh. I'm just waiting for that fork behind Will to disappear. The, and right. You know, Wi-Fi go out? Nah. He, and then we'll be like people, that's the end of the show.
0: I'm I'm not that far from the kitchen, so it'll probably be a skillet or pot flying across. it won't be the fork.
3: I want it to be the fork. You want it to be the fork? <laughs>
0: All right, all right. It was uh, I like that.
2: Hey, we be like, what that fuck do? I probably watched too many true crime shows. That's what we, we started to
0: that. Yeah, I um, I intentionally made some channels disappear, like Oxygen.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> Certain, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You you are watching way too many of these in one day. Okay. Big brother, when was the last time you were humbled? <clears throat>
3: um, this was a wasn't too far back. Um, this woman gave me a compliment when I was on the phone. She gave me a compliment about my looks, and you know I just got high in my head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. As I'm talking about, yeah, she just said to me, and as I'm telling the person what the woman said to me, I just fall all the way down the steps. I just mm. take this <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> And it wasn't one of those falls where you could play it off like you stumble. It was the complete fall. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Yeah. so yeah. So just as I'm thinking like, yes, you know, you look like, oh, she's like, oh, you are so, I was like, oh, thank you. You know, just like, and then three, two, one, do, 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 Like five steps right Hmm. Mm. so I was humble it brought me back to earth like yeah, all
2: right instant karma
3: why you gotta be karma though yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> I was gonna Think say like, good'm I'm, I'm glad he I,
0: I was gonna say well did you look good while you did it
3: <laughs> you know wait, 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 so when I landed. I landed like this You know how you just like Like oh, a superman yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, So I was like yeah Vanity doesn't work Just be humble
0: How long How, how long did you lay there? Like was it one of those Five white... seconds
3: Cause it took a second foot You <laughs> to <even> realize <laughs> 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 You know how You get <laughs> You, you know how it takes a second for you to realize you're on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> it was like four, three, two, one. And then, you know, there were people outside. So mm. I had to, like, kind of get up. I'm like, uh oh. mm. But luckily, I didn't have that extra thing where people run over. Are oh, you all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Mm.
0: J-Dot, when was the last time you was humble?
2: Probably at work recently, uh, you know. I took on this position and I'm kind of looked at as the escalation point. If you can't figure it out, you know, it comes to me and I'm supposed to be the final say on some things. And uh, when enough people look at you like that, you start to think that, yeah, you, you know, everything and you know what you're talking about. And my word is final. And I think I was having a conversation and there happened to be another manager in the area and I'm explaining, I'm not talking to him. I'm not talking to the, the other manager. I'm talking to one of my guys and I'm explaining to him, you know, why something, works a certain way and why he should do this and the guy just in the in the nicest most direct way he didn't say he didn't say you're wrong he just immediately corrected the situation with the correct information and then kind of walked off as if to say I don't even need to stand here <laughs> <laughs> I like to ease up this situation. I'm gonna make sure your employee knows you have no idea what you're talking about and then I'm gonna leave. We mm. don't have to live in there. Mm. You're have to stand there this other man and just be wrong for a few minutes, and so yeah, that was definitely humbled. So like a mic drop, like yeah, just mic drop, walked off. Yeah, that
0: that mm-hmm. sounds like one of those awkward stares, like he's staring at you, and then you still at him, like well you still got to do your job. Don't don't <laughs> just right. start at me like that. Like you ain't gonna do your job because I said something wrong. Yeah,
2: that's when yeah. you got it, with it. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. No, go back to what you was doing.
0: I was going to say the same thing. When I read this. I had the same th- not not like that, but <laughs> it uh it was it, it was at work. <laughs> it was at work where uh well, I it was did, like let me clarify. Now, let me... <laughs> I was at I was at work and it was a delivery and somehow I think it was like two items, but it was a significant amount of dollar and we don't know where the hell it went to. I signed for it and I missed doing the paperwork for the discrepancy, which it happened like two months ago. Anyways, I was like, well, let me go double check it. Cause I know I seen it. I know I did it. Can't find it. I had to eat that one. So I was like, ah. cause I'm known for being um, particular about my paperwork being careful, you know, a really good person who who evaluates, observes things, and I miss something. So I was like, damn, you know, I think sometimes the universe finds a way to make sure that you don't get too big-headed, or to or keeps you leveled. To say, hey, hey, you, <laughs> you good but you're not perfect, you know what I mean? So it, I think we all have that situation happen. Some people don't recover from, some people don't know how to handle that, but Joe, what about you? When was the last time you was
1: humbled? I'm sure uh, there's been a lot of times through my life that I've been humbled. I can't think of uh, recent, I, from when I started uh, this career that I, that I do is, uh, it's all about learning, right. And paying attention and, uh, you have to learn from somebody else. Right. Um, and I, that I can remember is, you know, I used to, it was, I was younger, of course. And, uh, sometimes you feel like, you know, everything. And, uh, basically somebody say, you don't know everything. And, uh, this is why it failed or whatever. Right. So, uh, from that moment on, I basically, um, you know, I listened, and if I don't know something, I don't try to assume or guess that I know everything. Um, I'm always in learning mode is what I do. So that's that's how I look at everything. No matter if I know it really well, uh, there's always somebody that's better than you. There's always somebody that has, is just thinks, thinks a lot more clear or it's just a lot better at that position that you do, right? That trade that you do or whatever you do. So no matter if you have 30 years experience, right? Um So now I just I'm on listening mode, Uh, no matter if I already know, I'm going to listen because I don't know anything. I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe something that that person says I can use right? and I can I can learn from it. So um, I try not to put myself in those kinds of situations. I try to remain humble all the time as much as I can. Right. As much as I can. Um, Even when I'm like, that's bullshit. You know, I know that this is right. I don't say nothing. I just stay quiet. And I'm like, oh, shit, I was wrong. That's right. You know mm-hmm. he's right about this but I try not to act a certain way to offend anybody or to uh because usually uh, you know a lot of us are are viewed as leaders and you know if I'm wrong I'm wrong and you know I go yeah that's you know you were right so mm-hmm. um yeah I mean I I try not to put myself <laughs> in that position I try to just stay the same and and listen always and that's kind of that's kind of how I do it
0: Okay. I get that. And I and I and I know you're married, so we, we have to continue to stay humble. Uh, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
0: I can take this so many different ways right now, but I'm just gonna, gonna let that let that go. Um,
2: stay on this side of the line, Will. Stay on this side. It's hard. <laughs> it's
0: it's hard. It, I I really <sighs> Okay, I will. <laughs> yeah, I i Joe, who taught you how to shave, man?
1: Hmm. Well, partially my dad. Partially. And the rest, myself. Just uh, cutting myself and figuring out how to do it. I used to watch my grandpa. So I'm a good visual learner. So I would just look at my grandpa. I would just watch him shave. And he was like, you have to do it this way. And that's, I just started doing it when i started getting some hair i started doing it on my own and cutting myself and that's how i did it you know my dad doesn't have a whole lot of hair uh, so he couldn't you know it's hard for him to teach me how to shave or do anything but my grandpa on the other way he shaved every day he was one of those guys that always he shaves every day even if there's no hair he shaves and he oils his hair and all kinds of shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i used to watch him. Like, why is he what is he doing and a, a, a lot of stuff I learned on my own my dad was a baseball player and, and he also worked these jobs where he was hardly around so camping shaving all that kinds of stuff is stuff that i basically have learned on my own
2: hmm. okay so.
3: big big brother what about you um i actually taught myself how to shave um kind of like with Joe um why am i not surprised?
0: Why? I'm not even surprised by that. It was like I, I I honestly expected for you to be like, yeah, I just woke up one day and just started shaving. I didn't even have a razor. I just like I used a butter knife that was dull. And I and and it wasn't even the back side of the butter knife, it was like the part with the ridges. And somehow it was a clean shave That's 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 go ahead, just go.
3: just tell us tell I don't want to tell your story. Go ahead. Nah, that's good. No, nah, actually, <laughs> I taught myself how to shave. Um, Because, you know, kind of like I was going to say with Joe, you know, dad in the house, but busy or, you know, or like I always say, your father can be there, but they can also be physically present, but not present. So down the line, I, I just wound up teaching myself how to shave. So, yeah. Okay. J Dot.
2: I don't I don't have an interesting story or anything like that. It's probably the the Gillette man on the commercials or something. I was just trying to I don't know, mirror that. Which is why I don't shave I mm-hmm. shave myself at all to this point. I got the barber has to do it. anytime I do it, I'm gonna mess it up horribly. I've given up on that a long time ago. Tragic, okay. no dad story.
0: Okay. Well, if you don't I'll I, I do it for you. So I got into a fight with a crackhead, right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Joe, I started leaning in like, how I was just going to teach you about this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't have one either, y'all. My, my dad didn't teach me shit.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I think that's the whole point of the question where... If any future fathers or current fathers are listening, Mm -hmm. it's a bonding moment between you and your child,
1: Mm -hmm.
3: teaching them how to shave. So, you know, just hearing us give off various, you know, stories of like, yeah, how did I learn how to shave? So, you know, hopefully a father or someone who has, you know, that's taking care of a, a child will say, you know what? I see it now as a bonding moment. It's not so much as teaching them how to shave. That child will always remember who taught them how to shave, just like we know who either taught us or did not teach us how to shave.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, very true. What this
1: reminds me of reminds me of a lethal weapon when Danny Glover's teaching his son how to shave, when Danny Glover shot his friend. Yeah. uh, Because he was dealing drugs. Mm -hmm. And at that moment right there, when they're, uh, even (laughs) though it was a tragic moment, it was the bonding moment for,
0: for both of them. You know what I remember about that is I watched that with my dad, and yet he still did not teach me how to shave. That was like when when that was one of those movies where you got a glimpse of what it was it could be like to have uh, uh help me out with this, big brother. To have your father physically in your life, you know what I mean. To, to show you things like it, to, to, to teach you, because shaving as we know it is part of those steps to you are becoming a man. You know, traditionally it, it, it's what it is. Oh, you you got a little hair in your face. Well, let, let me show you how man shave. So traditionally, yeah. it, it was like one of those stepping stones that you was becoming a man. So Joe, yeah. all you, all you really did was just add, you know, more gas to the fire. That um, how many black homes have absent fathers in them? That's that's. that's
2: that. <laughs> what about this? Because right? I was thinking about this, you know, for my particular situation. If I had a son. Mm-hmm. I would want to be present and physically present and, and involved in and in helping him understand how to be a man. That'd be one of the moments where like I don't I don't I'm not not teaching you how to shave because I'm you know being neglectful. I don't know. You don't know I how? don't even want to. I don't want to teach you. <laughs> I shave when I have to out of the need to groom, but not. But I usually end up with raising and all kind, which is why I don't do it. So it's like I, I don't even I don't have that to pass on to you. I wish I did, but I don't.
0: J dot my stepson sh- I literally watched my stepson tie his own tie. I can't I get the clip ons I don't know how to do this shit. My dad didn't teach me how to tie a tie. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if, if if he said, "Hey, can you show me how to tie my tie?" I'd be like, "Yeah, let's uh let's go YouTube and uh let's figure it out together." I mean, that that's that's what I would been there. That's what I would would
3: have done. You know what I'm saying? It, but that's it, still it, a bonding moment. though. Yeah, it's, it's still Not a, to cut you off. Yes, right, right. But, you know, yeah. hopefully everyone still looks at that. Like that's still your bonding moment. Yeah, it it
0: is. But in the back of my mind, it's like shit. My dad didn't teach me this, so I have to go learn this as a man because I wasn't I wasn't wasn't taught this.
2: And for some men, pride this in a way because that's a moment where you, in front of your son, have to admit. You don't you don't know something yeah you don't know something that seems to be like a core part
1: of mm-hmm. man. like i don't
2: know how to shape yeah. like how do i say that to so for some men they might decide to just opt out and pretend like it's not a thing that needs to happen because they don't they don't want to have to go through the process of saying to their child who looks at them like they're he-man this is where i'm deficient
1: mm-hmm. i don't know you know it's like, like... Oh, go ahead go ahead no oh, no go ahead joe uh you know, sometimes we we forget not to make any excuses for any fathers out there, or anything like that. But sometimes we don't realize uh, how how hard our fathers work, or what situations, what stress stressful situations they're going to. They have depression, they're stressed out about bills. They're you know, and sometimes life is busy, man, and sometimes life gets in the way on those special moments where you know it's just the dad's up to here with problems, and he's trying to figure out how to bring food to the house and pay the bills. And he's like, I'm not going to teach you how to shave right now. I'm trying to freaking pay the house. You know what I mean? So sometimes things life, I believe that sometimes it gets underway and not, you know, for them to be looked at as bad fathers. It's just that, you know, life is hard. And and sometimes there's a lot of other stuff that, you know, that uh, they're thinking of, right. I mean, if you saw, when we were kids, um, we didn't know anything about, I was until we got older. We're like, holy shit, this is stressful. You know what I mean? With all these kids and all this stuff and all the mortgage payment and all that and work and work people and fighting. And you know what I mean? So it's, I sometimes feel that some parents are good parents and they're looked at as bad parents, but sometimes they're going through stuff. I agree.
0: I I do. I agree, but I'm still going to play devil's advocate because I just... I don't want to say it's a cop out, but I still feel like it's one of those responsibilities as a parent, not, I'm not going to say the shaving and tying a tie, but it's one of the responsibilities as a parent where our job is to help you grow. To be an adult. You know what I mean? So even though it's just tie to tie and it's just shaving, those are just little things that can be added to make a bigger ball. And like I said, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. You know what I mean? But that that's just like with my dad, there was plenty of time in between watching. John Wayne, you know, Rob, you no know, kill robbers and his, his six Milwaukee's best, you know, uh cool as light to where he could have shown me how to tie a tie, you know, or hell back then it was the straight razor. It wasn't no damn Gillette's. It was, <laughs> you know, it was a straight razor. You know, you had to open the, the clip and drop the razor. So,
2: those humbling moments can get to, I should have mentioned this when you asked last time. I was humble. and this goes, this touches on this topic and something we talked about before. The other day, when my daughter looked at me and asked me if I could teach her how to swim, like that, that mm. messed me up. Like,
0: you, you know something, I, I you know something, I, want, I was going to ask um, you, Joe and Doc, because y'all got younger kids right now, right? So. At what point are y'all gonna have to explain that at one at one time, cars actually had a key that you had to turn to start the car? Like how how are y'all gonna feel explaining that to your kids at that point? Because right now we have push start, and then yep. some, and then at some point, all cars may even be where you can just do it by your phone. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? It's so. True. I'm, I'm I'm sure some of the Audis and some of the
1: Lexit, have
0: some. Teslas and stuff, you know, you can do it with your phone, but at some point, all cars. How did, how, did, how do y'all think y'all going to be able to explain that? Because it, it's going to be kind of like one of those, uh, what what do what they call those when things used to exist and now all of a sudden you can't find, find them? Know? The Mandela effect. It's going to be a Mandela effect at some point for y'all. How, how, how y'all going to be able to explain that?
1: i don't know it's gonna be tough it's kind of like when uh, i was growing up and we were riding in the car and you know there was a uh, the cassette player mm-hmm. but then i'll go to my grandma's car and there wasn't a cassette player and then i was like where the hell is this shit and it was like an eight track <laughs> underneath the seat So <laughs> like what the hell is this thing a bcr you know what i mean so uh, yeah i uh, just explained the time the times change man you know what i mean it's these kids these days, man. And she's four. When the time she gets to drive, it's this is gonna be part of history. Like, whoa, they used to have something to turn the cars on. in it, right? Yeah. Mm. It's just gonna be a completely different world, you know.
0: <sighs> Big brother, when was the last time you had a hug? When, when was the last time you had to? ask a friend or a family member and and say, "Hey man, I I, I need a hug." <clears throat>
3: um, Yeah, I'm just a hugger anyway. So, you know, I don't go in too far in between like cuz I believe in hugs, you know, just that transfer of energy just to encourage other someone. But yeah, um that I have to actually ask someone for a hug, I would say probably from a relative like just because it's like like a someone in my support system where I just just like oh and i i was just you know vulnerable enough to say hey you know I just need a hug today and you know we just embraced you know just encouraged each other yeah so yeah I have no problem asking for a hug if it's someone that i know is trusted meaning that they already are they have a good spirit I'm not taking a hug from someone that you know, I was like, "Yeah, I don't know what this hug is all about."
0: Mm-hmm. Joe, what about you?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of similar to Big Brother. I, I'm a, you know, kind of hugging type of guy, and you know, hug you from the side. You know, what's up, man? You know what I mean? Just, uh, I don't know. I, that's how I. That's how you know that I like you. Like, I think you're you're a good. You're a good person. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna go up to a stranger and be like, "What's up?" and just give him hugs. You know, just kind of like a side, like a bro hug, like what's up, man? Or when we're playing around, joking around, you know what I mean? Just I don't know. That I I've never really had to ask for a hug. I'm usually the the one that is like the support. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm the I'm the support one, and and I give hugs. I give hugs, mm-hmm. but you know.
0: So, in order in order for me to know that you like me, you got to give me a hug. That's what you're trying to tell me. Is that what you
1: mean? No. No, like, you know, if, if you know, like, ah, oh, he, he, he likes him. Like, he's... I got you. You know, that means you You mean something to me. If I was to be like, yeah, or just to, like, kind of, like, you know... Yeah, I got you. you. My shoulders, that, to me, is considered part of, you know, like, like, kind of like a semi-hug. You know what I mean? It's a bro. I mean, you can't go, you know, like your dudes, you know, unless, you know, it's kind of weird. But, like, a, a, a bro hug It's kind of weird.
0: No, it's your love language. I get it. Yeah. yeah, it's your yeah. love language it's you and big brother it's your love language I get it yeah. Yeah. uh, I feel like me and you are going to be on the same page so go ahead and answer for us please
2: yeah I, I, I agree with you on that um, I'm toxic and many are not saying it in a proud way it just it is what it is I am who I am mm-hmm. and this is one of those places where very much so so I feel the need to say this you know just so no one gets the wrong idea and nobody crosses any lines Willie Mm-hmm. Um, no, I just need you no know, people to know where I stand. I'm not a hugger. I'm not preach. Physical contact. Mm-hmm. You can, if we not fucking please, <laughs> business, you know. And if we, if you would do, I need two feet between your chest and my chest at all times. That's just a requirement. For me. Uh, it used to be a punishment when I was coming up uh, for my mother to make my sister and I a hug. We fought so much that. Like it was a punishment. Go hug your sister, and we do like the quickest, like finger tap on the back. You know, I I did it. I hugged her, kind of hugs. So I yeah, I'm I'm not a <laughs> hugger. It makes me uncomfortable when people just want to hug you. It's like I, I'm I'm good. I don't I don't know that I'm in a situation where I feel like I need human physical contact to make me feel better. It's probably gonna make me feel worse. So uh, that's just. It, it, I'm not proud of it. It just is what it is. So I, that's my answer, Willie.
0: Really. Thank you. Thank you for speaking for us, J-Dot. I, I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> Joe, I,
3: we just going to jump out of nowhere. Hug, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <I> just,
0: <laughs> See,
2: hug the, attack, the,
1: hug the, attack. <laughs> the thing is, is like us huggers, we, we know who are the non-huggers. Yeah. So we never cross the line. <laughs>
2: the worst part, because you know I don't want to hug. Of you hug on me. It's assault. That's
1: what it is. It yeah. is assault. And then, and
0: then, like, cause we we can see you getting closer, like you, and then you like your your shoulders start twitching because you you want to give us a hug, but you know that we don't want it. It's kind of like when you st- do this,
3: with your arms are open, you like come get this
0: hug. It's, it's kind of like in Step Brothers when him and his brother was trying to hug, but they was like mushing each other's face yeah. and like elbowing <laughs> each other. It, it's like that. Um, I am not a hugger. I remember I, I had a co-worker that would randomly come up to me and give me a hug and I'm like, what in the hell are you doing? I'm a hugger. I am not. I need you to back up, ma'am. Cause this I, I can't one, I'm married. And two, I no, you just not gonna randomly just put your body oil on me. And no, that's that's not gonna happen. Um I do I agree with everything that J Dot said. I'm I'm sorry. Um, But that is something that I do struggle with, with my wife, because she is a hugger. That's her body. No, that's her, not her body. That's her love language. You know, it's hugging and, you know, cuddling and stuff like that. I have a time limit. It's like we go in one, two, three, then we release. One, two, three, release. You know what I mean? I'm I'm good. But at the same I don't wanna say I don't I won't say toxic. I say um it's right there. I'm having issues with my words today, y'all. I cannot come up with words today. Trauma. I think it's it's part of my body trauma you know too long too long with hugs i get uncomfortable sometimes i need time to recharge and if you in my space i can't do that you know what i mean so it it does it does suck and then there's time and then there's times it it does because sometimes it's 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 okay to say that you need a hug. You know, uh, there's times when I know that my wife needs a hug, so I give her a hug. I give her a big bear hug. You know what I mean? That That's me stepping out of my comfort zone to help her comfort zone. That's something that we have to do as men sometimes. Step out of our comfort comfort zone. We have to. Um, but I do. I, I give her her hugs, especially when I know she's having a bad day. Mentally, physically. I I give her that because she needs that from me. And as her husband, as her king, I, I'm I'm obligated. And it's my duty.
2: Yeah, hugging my daughter comes naturally. Like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hugger, but I know when she needs a hug and and there are times where I just want to hug her. But that's exceptions to the rule nobody should see that and think oh yeah he just enjoyed no don't do that yeah that's
0: yeah it it it's 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 okay as men it is okay to say sometimes i need a hug there is times where i do need a hug but i don't i don't want i don't don't get comfortable while we doing it you know don't this is not a 30 second hug no, the three second made it went to five or six seconds. Then, you know, I'm good waiting to exhale and then I'm good. But it is, it is okay. I have a story. Uh, I may talk about it next episode. I have a story where I actually offered a guy, another man, a hug because I felt like that's what he needed. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a that's um, good. yeah. I'm I'm not. I mean, it's like I'm an asshole, but I'm not like an asshole.
3: Well, we know you're not really like that. I, I you know. just you, you funny. That's all of it.
0: Yeah, I I know, I know. But I mean, I I sometimes people take take my character as me, you know, being asshole-ish, which is fine. Nah. That that that. I mean, I, I nah, get it. I know you I don't. About, I know uh, you don't, uh, brother. What's up?
2: I got a story about me being hugged by a bum. That's probably <laughs> part of my trauma
0: as it is now. Hey, he didn't hit your lip, did he? Did did, did he give you a bump up? He didn't
2: hit me with, with the bump on the lip. <sighs> thank God, no.
0: But do we, do, did we? Do, do we? do we have time for this? Because I'm I'm here for
2: it. Now, it was, it was just, just the quick story. Is one of the situations where I'm a. I, I give money if I have money in my pocket and I see you and you need it. I'ma give it to you, but I I pulled out, and this is why I don't do this anymore. I pulled out whatever I had in my pocket, and the twenty was on the top. So he saw the twenty and got that gleam in his eye, bro. Like, here you go. And then I gave him a twenty, and that was, I guess, that was too much for him in the moment, and he just came right in, and it was nothing, like nothing I could do about. I couldn't stop it; it was happening. So now I make sure to keep the ones on top, so you know. I can go with the small bills.
0: Well, too I don't short, two short, that's this, that, this, like uh, you keep the twenties on top and the fifties on the bottom.
2: That's what two short. I don't carry cash no more. I don't even carry cash. That's, that's my excuse now, man. I ain't got no cash on me. I, w- I want to, I wish I could help bro, but no mm-hmm. cash on me. I'm so sorry.
0: I'm the same way. I am. The, I do it intentionally. I do. All right. <laughs> Now it's time for the health is wealth segment. We need to get like a little uh, jingle for this. Like a little, you know. Dun-dun-dun.
3: Dun-dun. <laughs> Joe will get it for us.
1: Well, I'll find one.
3: All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm picturing what Joe going to come up with. <laughs> Joe, go. bring something like, go to the
2: doctor. <laughs> go through with the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I am somebody. right. Sure some,
0: to... Right. I'm uh I'm I'm interested in this next. I'm interested in this health as wealth segment. Um the importance of proper sleep. How many hours do y'all think we need? Joe. How many how, how many how many hours do you need to function?
1: I function very limited hours and uh, I don't know one day it's going to catch up, but uh, I am a max six hours. Um, and I feel great. That's um, not bad.
0: That's not bad. Six I, hours is not bad.
1: Ah, uh, and uh, if I, if I sleep more than eight, I feel groggy, mm-hmm. exhausted. I uh, can't think, but for some reason, if I sleep less hours, I am like ready to roll mm-hmm. you know, sharper. Um, so, I mean, I think it's, uh, it's, it's individual. Um, I know that there's like, for instance, some people like Elon Musk and all these other dudes that are constantly doing all this kinds of They Those guys sleep like four or five hours, you know? So it just depends on, you know, I just, I just don't sleep because I'm, I'm a morning person anyways. Mm-hmm. So if I go to bed at 12, I'm back up at four, four thirty, 30, you know, and I'm just, uh, like I said, I feel better. I feel better, uh if i sleep 6 hours i'm good man that's that's my target i have it on my watch that's my target thing 6 hours
0: okay okay I, uh oh i have sleep apnea so i have a cpap machine so i i get between 6 and, and 8 hours um i have run on 3 hours and not missed a beat I've slept 10 hours and like I can't get right today <laughs> so I think my, I think my medium is eight seven to eight hours is like anything after that I'm sleeping all day because I there's no point in me going outside I, I, I can't function but sleep is very very important especially to your metabolism very important
3: big brother what about you Uh, for me, I'm seven, seven and a half. Like I, like for me to be at my best, I need to be seven, seven and a half, you know, just like you, like you just touched on it where once I learned that bad eating habits come into play, when you start missing your sleep and you're not sleeping right, you know, or you're, or, you know, you're staying up too late. So you're eating everything. But for me, my sweet spot is seven, seven and a half hours. I'm at my best with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, me too. I I am still doing the vegetarian thing, and that's one of the things I tell Fee. I was like, "Man, it's like my sleep is a whole lot better, whole lot better since I, you know, way more fruits, way more vegetables. I wake up. I'm not groggy. I don't feel all sluggish. I'm
3: like, I'm ready to go." Yeah, I'm and, ready and to go. I don't, I don't think a lot of people realize how attached your health is to your sleep pattern, yeah. and how important it is to get your, like you, like you always see how a baby is fussy when its sleep is thrown off, is not getting enough. We as people, we're the same way. If you don't figure out your sleep pattern that works for you and kind of stick to that, you know, you're just gonna throw your whole system off.
1: And I also think like the. body the mind is really powerful so uh the body adjusts the body's gonna adjust uh most of the time because it wants you to survive wants you to live did you you know that there's a there's a thing there is a uh study that i know this is weird i'll do it real fast but there's a study that uh your brain doesn't want you to do anything because your brain all it does is it's it's for survival, everything's for survival. It doesn't want you to exercise, it doesn't want you to do nothing, it just wants you to sit on the couch and eat. Because it's trying to keep you alive longer. Isn't it weird? But then they yeah. have the you have to work out to live longer. You have to do this to live longer. But the brain just wants to suppress you because it thinks it's gonna make you live longer that way. Wait, it's crazy. It's a great study. What? say that yeah start
0: so, start from the start to say say that shit from the beginning i'm sorry
1: because
0: <laughs> it, right, so, it's my but you just say it
1: so 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 the brain right the brain is here for for us to survive that's that's what the brain is here for mm-hmm. okay it, it wants us to live the longest so it doesn't want us to do anything it doesn't want us to exercise it doesn't want us to do any activity it wants to keep you out of danger uh you know that's all the 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 mechanism of your body works for instance if somebody's going to punch you what is the first thing that you do is you you go into the fetal position right just how you were born that's the that's the body that's the brain putting you in that mode uh when you get scared for instance so all this stuff like when you're when you're gonna when you don't feel good when your body your brain detects uh detects some stuff it it makes you pass out right because it wants the blood flow right so all this stuff that the brain does to your body um it wants to keep you alive longer. So it thinks that the the least amount of stuff that you do is gonna keep you alive longer. But people want you to work out, right? There's, if you work out, you live longer, You you it's better for you, better for your health. And yeah, absolutely. But your brain doesn't want you to do that. Your brain wants you to chill and just sit on the couch. Doesn't want to ex, ex, expend any energy whatsoever. Just wants you to just sit on the couch and show, because I think it's gonna make you live Longer because that's what your brain's for. It's to, it's your defense mechanism. Your brain is, what wants you to live, It's what is thinking. You know, we're gonna we're gonna live longer this way. So it's crazy. I'll I'll find that report, and uh, I'll, I'll show you and all the stuff that happens. Like for instance, that like the thing with the fetal position and all that. That's why everybody goes in the fetal position when something hurts. You go so, into because the, your brain puts you in that mode. That is your safe spot. That's the way you're born. Uh, that's why when women have like. You know, they're having their stuff of the month. They usually go into the fetal position when you cry. When somebody dies, you get in the fetal position. That is that is the what your brain. That is a safe space, a safe spot, right? When you're in danger, you you automatically crawl. So the brain does a lot of interesting things. Right. And it definitely doesn't want us to do shit. But but we have to. Right. But our brain doesn't want us to. Joe, because we 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 get tired, we get tired from running, we get tired from exercise, we get tired from working, right? So it, it's thinking, hey, you're overworking me, man. We're not gonna live that long. Joe, yeah. You know, so you, it's pretty cool, man. All this weird, like the stuff that the studies that are coming out with. It's uh, it's, it's been around for a while. This study, mm-hmm. but it was really interesting on on what our brain is capable of, what it does. Because remember, the brain thinks before you even act, or you move your fingers, or you move your eyes. It already happened. There's I a heard that. Yep. Uh, uh, there is a there is a uh what do you call it a latency or um mm-hmm. a certain amount of seconds but the time the brain thinks mm-hmm. it's you, you're you're stepping on the gas but your brain already told you to step on the gas like a second ago, 2 seconds ago. It's it's kind of crazy.
0: That that part I get. But that whole first part not I don't I mean, without due respect, Joe, my brother, I don't know where the hell you found that. I'm going to need a lot of fact-checking done on that. I, I, feel, I feel like it's a whole bunch of, like, essays that they've been pieced together, and they left out all the important shit. Like, based on what you eat, your brain tells you what to do because of all the chemicals that you've been
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: eating this but, stuff.
1: But the brain doesn't, doesn't know... It doesn't well, it know about the chemicals. The brain just well, doesn't want you to do any activity.
3: Joe, don't worry about it. Remember, Will don't believe anything until after midnight. So, so after I, midnight, he'll believe Yeah, I, yeah
1: I'll tell you a secret. I'll tell you a secret. <laughs> so uh, that's my profession. I went to school mm-hmm. for this stuff. And I became a uh, sports uh, personal trainer, sports rehabilitation, all kinds of stuff. For uh, I went to school for sports medicine. Mm-hmm. So nobody really knows that about just my family. And I uh, had to do a, um, uh, what do you call it, a case study. So those school had case studies, right? And we had to pick a subject, and we just happened to get the brain. And uh, we had to find out how the brain worked, how to operate it, and we had to build a case study so we can graduate uh, from school. And that's what I did. I decided to go to the school because my father was an athlete, and he got injured early. And I was an athlete, and I got injured early, and I wanted to know how the body worked. So I just decided to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I ended up just working full time and going to school full time just because I wanted to learn about the body a little bit. I used to know a lot more. Now I'm kind of a little bit out of the game, but I used to know I, I went to school for a while to learn all this stuff. And that's where I got it. That's what, That was one of our case studies for school.
0: Yeah. Um, when I wake up tomorrow, then I see how I feel about it. Uh, <laughs> but th- thank you for, for that, um, Professor Joe. Thank you. Secrets no longer I'm I I I I really I really do want that information. Uh whenever you uh get a chance, please. Oh, I'll get it. All right. J Dot, um, Mr. I don't get tired. Uh how many hours do you need to function? Especially now, because you don't you you have to leave the house now.
2: I do. Yeah. I I, um I believe in I think the the concept is sleep debt. Like you're supposed to get a certain amount of sleep, mm. and you can cheat your body of that sleep and still function, but you will pay that debt. You're accumulating debt, and your body will you will pay that debt at some point. You will. Mm-hmm. It's going to take rest from you when it needs it, and that's pretty much how I operate. I'm a I'm a live in debt, <laughs> and then when I crash, I crash. You know, mm. uh, I slept for 12 hours yesterday. I came home from work and was just so exhausted. I looked at the clock. It was six o'clock. I went to sleep. When I woke up, it was time to go to work again. And I was like, "Oh damn!" I don't know. But I think that was one of those moments where it just caught up with me, and it was time to time to go down. And that's what happened. So,
0: is it that, or is because you have to actually physically be around people more often?
2: That is what it, I am, and I learned this to be doing brain stuff. Um, I, I learned that you you use seventy five percent of your energy thinking. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, mental exercise is far more exhausting than physical exercise. And so, yeah, being around people is a mental exercise for me. Like, it is listening to people say things and not responding as I want to, you know, not letting them. Let me repeat exactly what you just said so you can understand how stupid it sounds when you said, like, not saying that all day mm-hmm. is uh is exhausting. Oh. I, I can't. All
0: Jada, I had another um, – I got another one of those lines for you that you might want to write down. I thought about this the other day when I was looking at a, um employee while he was talking to me.
2: How am I scared already? Go
0: ahead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was – how long did you realize that you was just dumb? So write that down All right. uh, with, with the other one <laughs> that I gave you in the chat room. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: the next, next sit down I had with a person, I'm like, you know, I just – no, serious question. How how long have you known you were this stupid?
0: Yes. Like that. That's that right. In those type of scenarios. Yep.
2: <sighs> I appreciate that. Will. I do. I no
0: do. problem. Yeah. Uh, I actually have like a list of random shit. I was going to ask y'all, but I'm not going to do that. I don't want big brother. Uh, have me in the office after, after we take a break. So, before we wrap this up, um, what what Joe? Because this, I think this is more a little bit along your lines. What's your thought on people obsess uh obsession with conspiracy theories and and true crime dramas?
1: I, I think they want to believe, but um, there's too much stuff going on on social media that it makes it hard for you to believe anything because mm-hmm. uh, there's stories and i think it's like a mystery right um especially conspiracy theories that they, they it's a thrill right to like is this true is this you know and, and people gravitate to to that kind of stuff to that mysterious um th- that's i heard this uh somebody said this once a professor said that when you're dating uh women usually uh, are attracted to men that are more mysterious than the men that just put it all out right and I feel like people are attracted to that mystery, to that, uh, I wonder if this is true, I wonder if this is not true, or, and it intrigues them. It intrigues us as humans, and uh, I think that's why they like this true crime stuff, you know. It's just uh, us trying to, it's like the aliens, same shit, you know. It's like, is it real? Oh my God, is that, do they exist? You know, and it's just very intriguing, right? It's something that's uh, that uh, you wish it was true for some people, and uh, so that's that's what I think about that.
0: Okay, Big Brother, what about you?
3: Uh, As far as conspiracy theories, I think that. So many people don't know how to trust their own thoughts and opinions, so they're always diving deeper and deeper. So that starts the obsession. This is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just a bunch of random information. Some may be true, some may be false. And they just kind of put it all together. And with people obsessed with, like, um, what was it, the true crime thing, I think we, people just have an obsession with violence and murder and it triggers trauma, so they want to see it from, you know, they they don't want to experience it, but they want to just look at it and view it, so. Experience it from the outside, not... Yeah. 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 You, you, you know. You, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. No. Yeah,
3: I, I was agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah. I was agreeing with you. Yes. Yeah. And because I, when I found myself watching, like even like those Dateline specials and stuff like that, when I found myself like, oh yeah, I want to see this story, I reminded myself, yo, these are real people and these are their lives. So I kind of <laughs> made myself kind of get out of that mode of wanting to watch it. <laughs> j dot
0: you muted you muted there we go there
2: you I go sure I am. <laughs> I'm gonna take a page out of your book Willie and I'm a I'm gonna step across some lines mm. this, this may be somewhat controversial and just understand what I'm saying does not apply to everybody especially present company not you know not addressing anything that I I, I think see seeing you but I see with a lot of the people that I know personally, they seem to be very obsessed with these conspiracy theories. They are people who in other aspects of their life did not come across as super intelligent. And in this moment, this is a moment for them to get some information easily, because somebody else has compiled all this research. They don't have to go do it. They just have to go read it and feel like they know something. And now they know something that is contrary to the masses. So in that moment, they feel smarter than the majority of other people because they now feel like they have this fact-based information and they know something that you don't know and Mm. that's that's what I see all the time they gravitate toward these ideas because the easiest way to feel smarter than everybody else is to just think something different and then have some sort of you know fact because I read it in an article maybe they just like maybe they just like saying i read something like i i, I was read you need to read more or something like now nah, you need to read different things dude like, like you know that's that's not the moral of this story don't don't do that um, but that's what i come across a lot it's just people who want to feel like and that's why i was i think i when i talked to you with really, uh, like the woke thing used to, <laughs> bother, used to bother me mm-hmm. it used to be like woke as opposed to what are you saying that because i don't uh Believe what you believe, or am or looking down the same rabbit holes you're looking at that I'm asleep, you know, like that. And I also often find it that these people do not like sharing the information. If you start digging or picking at whatever it is that they're putting out there as these conspiracy theories and these ideas, and you ask them for the proof, they'll say, Go do your own research. It's like, No, nah, I'm, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. You did the research already. Why, why would you not want to share the information if you already have it? And it seems to be important information that the rest of us sheep, you know, would benefit from if we had it. So those two things make me wary of like conspiracy theories. A lot of times I think they just, they want to be on the opposite side of something because it makes them feel better. And, uh, and they like to, to hoard information and just uh, like, it's, 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 it, it does something for them to feel like they know something that you don't know, even if it's, nonsense in most cases but i think all of us want to get closer to the truth and we all feel like the truth isn't necessarily readily available so when you find something that seems to be hidden is you know it's definitely attractive but the motivations aren't always pure in my eyes. i'm off my soapbox now sorry
0: no you are good to go hey man don't don't never apologize for, for 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 speaking your truth Uh, my guess is on me, the (laughs) woke one. (laughs)
2: Uh, Talk about you, Willie. I wasn't talking about you.
0: No, but you know what? At some point, I do want to have a conversation about the woke thing because I think some people have a. I think some people are misinformed on the whole term about being woke. Um, which I'm fine with the whole the, I'm 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 fine with that with, with being woke. Uh in my lane. <laughs> not not some of I, I, I know exactly the woke ones that you are talking about though, uh J Dot. Uh on the the conspiracy theories thing. This is me again doing the doing the devil's advocate. I think Because there is so much information out there right now. Nobody doesn't know what to believe and not believe. So, so many other people, so many people don't know how to, don't know how to think for themselves. So if they, they hear something, they automatically grab it. They run with it. They don't know how to research they just go based on what they was told and that, and that's it. I get it. But for me, when I see a lot of, uh, when I see a lot of them and I look into a lot of them, of the conspiracy theories, there's so much information from so many different people. You don't really know what is true. And then you don't know if, if you I don't know if y'all have ever, ever seen or heard where m- media intentionally put out too much information to cover up the real information. And that is what's happening now because now media, now media is part of social media. There's two different things. You got media and you got social media, but now a lot of the, stuff that you would hear on media is being flooded on social media. So I think it's part of a design. So now I have my own conspiracy theory. It's part of the design. Let's flood them with so much information to where they're not going to know what the hell is the truth. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, uh, I think the, uh, I think the obsession of it is very unhealthy because it's not allowing you to think for yourself. That's my opinion. I mean, I'm not going to, I, I don't, I'm not in a position to judge anyone, but that, that's my opinion. Um, As far as the true crimes, uh, dramas, I feel like I agree what you said, big brother. We our society is addicted to seeing people hurt. I don't know why, but we I say we we as a society we we enjoy we get some type of enjoyment out of seeing people get hurt, injured, maimed. Um excuse me, some of us even feel it some of it makes some of us feel better. It's like that psych- that psychology type thing where you see somebody feel hurt, now you feel better. It's like this um, transfer of energy type thing. But I don't understand that. I, I really don't. I don't know why as a society we tend to gravitate to true crime. People – coming up missing and, you know, people getting murdered. I don't know why we why we gravitate to that. I don't know.
2: I think we all have fantasies of doing some of that. I think all of us know somebody we want to murder. And we've probably thought about how we would do it and just don't carry it out.
0: See, J-Dot, this is why you, this is <laughs> why you, this why we here. That's why we are here. I wanna ask you some questions, but I don't want no, I don't want nothing to come back on us. I don't I don't want I don't want to do that. I don't I don't
3: Off-line. want
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't I wanna man,
3: damn. Yeah, I don't wanna to have to put on my best suit and you see me walk in the courtroom. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: right? yeah, damn.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> and I just lean in. Yes, this isn't a Marnie suit before we begin.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, hey, man, this was a great
0: episode, y'all. We went a little bit longer than we uh, have been. Uh, do we have any final thoughts? Anybody got anything? I, I, For myself, it's the first week. I know this is a predated episode, but it's the first week of NFL football. Do y'all do y'all want to uh, state your teams?
3: Go ahead, Big Brother. Anywhere Russell Wilson is, that's where I'm at. So yeah, have a great season, Russell.
0: Okay, okay. I didn't I didn't see that one coming? Okay, <laughs> didn't see that. So so you was a Seahawks fan before Denver. Yes. So no matter where he goes, it can be Cleveland. You a Cleveland Browns fan?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's like, I made that clear, sir. Yeah, I don't understand what we're talking about. <laughs> wait, wait, did you see my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> all right.
0: No, I I get it. I I I was a Brett Favre fan, so I I get it. Before, <laughs> I, oh, okay. Before all, right. let's make that clear okay, that
2: I <laughs> before. About it. Lights, it's the light. That's why I'm rolling my eyes. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and and I, will, I was a Peyton Manning fan, because I remember watching him at Tennessee. So, I get it. I get it. Joe, what about you?
1: Well, we were talking a little bit about this, but uh, I am a uh, forever 49er fan, so I really hope that the 49ers make it all the way, maybe win a championship. They're 6-1, hopefully. Um, I know that they destroyed the Steelers today, so feel bad for them. But, you know, hopefully they win. I don't know. That's my – I don't know, man. You know what? You got, you got Patrick Mahomes and these dudes. I mean, shit. I mean, you got the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, with Joe Burrow. I mean, that dude's badass. I mean, I don't know. He smokes cigars and drinks and throws a football. Come on, man. You know I mean? That's my guy right
3: there. <laughs> Joe's like, that's my kind of guy.
1: That's, that's my kind of guy right there, man. Smoking cigars, drinking, you know, putting the guns in the air. That's it. He's probably from Arizona.
0: <laughs> J-Dot. <laughs>
2: you yeah, <well, well>, well, <laughs> get Arizona. Uh, I'm a fan of the uh, National Football League organization in the District of Columbia. I don't know what they're going to be called by the time this episode comes out, so I just, I'll just leave it at that. Right. lifelong. It's a hard life. But we want to know right now. We, we beat those Cardinals, so yeah, uh, we'll see. We're undefeated. We have I, a better record than the Kansas City Chiefs. That's true. Facts.
0: That's true. That's
1: true. The Lions won. Yeah. yeah
2: man, but what is about to happen in the world where the, the Lions and, and the Commanders win in week one? That just seems like a
1: setup. Right. For the next <laughs> I, agree. <laughs> yep, I agree. Not the Lions, man. I. Okay with the Washington with the Lions,
0: they they was they are picking up from where they left off last season because they was they they really was on the road. that last four four weeks of the season five weeks they they was they was really gearing it up man so I'm I'm not surprised that they won Monday. I am a Tampa Bay Buccaneers before the Tom Brady. Um, I'll. Been a Buccaneers fan sickles since, running. huh?
2: Cream sickles and everything?
0: Uh, I'm not that old. I'm, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when work done, work done when, when he got there. So it was like 90, 90 something. I can't remember. But yeah. So I've been a Tampa Bay fan for for a while. Uh, any, uh, fantasy football?
2: Yes. I'm in like, Six leagues right now this year. Six? Yeah. Damn. A lot of work this morning checking uh, rosters and making sure I had everything the way I wanted it. Damn.
0: I, um, I was just going through my um matchup, and my kicker has 18 points, <laughs> which has more than Damn. my – they had more than my defense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, your boy from uh, the Eagles, the Eagles kicker. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: I'm not doing
1: one this year huh i'm not doing one this year i just don't have enough time i don't i don't think like this year i'm probably gonna skip fantasy till next year
2: I yeah well, if i could put the effort i put the fantasy football into the stock market i'd be a, a rich man Hey, see hey
0: you you, you you've already answered your, you already answered your your, your own question so huh? i th- i think you know what you need to do
2: I do. Mm-hmm. The question is, will I do it? <laughs> <laughs> if I don't show up one week, y'all know what happened. Right. Hmm. I got you. You're All
0: right, fellas. Well, like I said, this was a great conversation. I enjoyed this. Um, I'm glad to be back within you alls space, vis, uh site or whatnot or, I'm glad to conversate with y'all. I was was looking forward to this all week. So it is one of the highlights of my week. I would say that. So I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the um, listeners for following us on this journey. That's all I got. Uh, Joe, whoever want to go next can go. I
3: was looking forward to it this week also. Happy to be back with everybody. Excited uh, about the show moving forward, and thank you again to the listeners.
1: Yeah, always yeah. a good talk with you guys. I appreciate it. That's yeah, cool. yeah. Thank you. Thanks for everybody for uh, listening, and uh, we appreciate we appreciate all of you guys. And thank you.
0: All right, kings and queens.
3: They actually eat in flesh, but wanna worry about how I'm looking I say simply, fresh to death solutions Left foot, best foot forward You reap with your sow and now it's the showing lines got, The lands we've grown, lands we've
2: grown There's always been a lot It changes all the time We appreciate you tuning in to the League of Kings podcast. Stay connected between episodes on Spotify, Apple
0: Podcasts, and Good Pods. For extra content, find us on YouTube at the League of Kings podcast and on TikTok at the League of Kings podcast. Until next time, keep exploring society and culture with us.